are you going to just concede well, to no, it? Because like, he brings up a good point. I want to lose weight. Yeah. But I don't want to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, man, at some point you got to be hungry. Damn. And I, don't, and I don't like that feeling. So I'll never lose weight. You're no, right. There is that point. Like, that is not true. Okay. What? That is not true. I thought that. That's not That's not the case. No. You so you can be full be, of the right stuff. See, I'm going through this whole body transformation yeah. deal because I'm, I'm doing a... I'm doing a physique competition. You are? Yeah. So, which is thus the the meal prepping and everything. Yeah. And what what I've learned, obviously. Changed my life right here, Greg Jennings. The most important element is your nutrition. Yeah. But you don't have to be hungry. Like, I eat. What do you eat? Like, six meals a day of just chicken, eat, breast, and I broccoli? Eat four, five meals a day. Yeah. Of chicken, rice, or broccoli, yeah. and salmon, whatever. Or, yeah. Um, When's the last uh, time you had a piece of pizza? I haven't. What? I know, but but here's here's the and I'm I'm not trying to guilt it. I'm curious. Nope. When's the last time you had dessert? I, I'm not a dessert person. Oh, you don't you don't work. I'm not a candy person. Not a dessert person. So I don't if have. If you those were to pools. eat candy, would you eat Reese's cups? Do you like uh, them? I, I'm a I'm a Snickers on the road and on the golf course. That's what I'm he talking about. He hates keep Reese's. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. The Reese's they're they're good like the initial bite, and then once you get past Can't that, enjoy it. Yeah, I would just rather. Do you eat hear? Do butter. you hear this man? Yeah, Smart man, right here. All right, so we just, we've already started the podcast. For sure. The Smart voice you've been hearing is Greg Jennings. We're talking about food because he has a meal prep: chicken <laughs> breast and broccoli. Uh, if you hear chewing, it's that he's a Absolutely. busy man. He's a busy man. Now I'm starving. Yeah, but I want to eat like real. My problem is, is what like, do you mean I, this is real I'm, chicken? No, that's this is it looks real like I'm going to be hungry after that. No, you'll feel good. My problem is, is I can't do the like a nice restaurant and order less. I'm like, ooh, that's truffle mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, there's an that is a good point. Yeah. So you have to be a little strategic about your plans when it comes to like I, I had some buddies here. Yeah. Going to a premiere, whatever, what have you. And they're like, let's go to eat. And I'm like, uh, do I eat right before? And then or you do, have the excuse. Or do I oh, need I to? Ate. Or do I need to look at the menu that we're going to see if they got level. what I need? Yeah. It's just it's your level of commitment. But to the, to to your weight loss point, yeah. All you have to do is be in the calorie deficient. You're right. Mentality. Take care of itself. You know, but you can still eat like consistently to where you're mm-hmm. not hungry. You have to be disciplined too. Yeah, and I don't have that. Yeah. Like I have learned over. You come my here life, every day. Yeah, but I don't you, know when time showing up. You have to understand, like, I I, I have been around <laughs> so many professional athletes, and I know one of the keys to their success is the repetition. Mm-hmm. That we, we call somebody like Bill Belichick boring, but part of the reason he's successful is because every Tuesday at 7.50, he knows what he's doing. Right. We make fun of J.J. Watt for being a little bit corny, but we also go, man gets gains. And the people that don't are the people who are like, I'm cool. I'll figure exactly. it out. But the problem is, is I love life like that. Like, that's the flavor of life that I like. Of course. But I'm also knowing that that's not how you get gains. And I think it's, it's bad to be aware. I think those you can, but you can appreciate what they do. Thousand percent. The same, and I've had like, periods where I've been able to do it. And so, and, and, and the same could be said on their side. Like, they have periods where they let go, mm-hmm. like, but it just looks a little different. Yeah. Bill Belichick's let go is go get on the water, get on the boat. Right. And just sit there apparently go. and just, what do you think Bill Belichick's, <laughs> I've heard Belichick likes to go to Bon Jovi concerts. Like, I heard he gets down, and he goes with, like, Doug Flutie, and they'll go to, like, Prague and see Bon Jovi. Really? Yes, that's what I've heard he does. He seems like he's so buttoned up during <clears throat> football season that he has to— I mean, you can't be buttoned up like that three. When they're that buttoned up, I get a little nervous about how far they go when they don't 
when they do. Yeah, see how you guys well, do this. Well, we were talking before, Greg, that you had one year in Miami. Yeah. You played every year in these cold places, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Green Bay, Wisconsin, all this stuff. And you go to Miami. Can you explain to people how difficult it is for these focused, regimented humans to be in a place that's one of the few party cities of NFL cities, but to still focus on their craft? It's a struggle. It is a struggle. It's like when you go as a head coach, you, you're, you're fighting two worlds. Um, the world of we have to prepare these guys to be uh, competitors and ready to play at the optimum level. But then... When they leave, but you, and you want to respect their time because they're adults. Because they're, treat they're them like these kids. are men. Yes, I don't want to treat them like kids. So then you have to concern yourself with, yeah. But if I give them too much time, right. they'll be at live. The on first a Friday, thing they're going to do is shoot down to Miami. How different? What is it like being a professional athlete in a city like Miami? What it, What is available to you there that maybe wasn't available in Appleton, Wisconsin? Like if we're talking real talk right now. Real talk is just the – it's not even so much that anything is different. It's just you're, you're, not, a, you're not a fish in a fishbowl. You're just a fish swimming like in the ocean. Mm. And so nobody is really paying attention to other fish. Right. Because they're swimming and enjoying the water and the, the scenery as well. So, so you go out in Appleton and everywhere you and go, it's everywhere an autograph. you go, you – you're noticed somebody you're afraid that somebody mm. might man in Miami everybody's trying to do the same thing so it's wow. like they're not even concerned about you I'm tr- I'm on my own mission and as a professional athlete there's something really great about that you know about kind of being anonymous like you're smart that's a great thought it is the what's Philly like what's Philly like well think about this though and just to answer your question Philly's great Philly's good but one reason I, I it's hard for me to live in Philly is because now as a father, now as a home, a dude yeah. that just wants to hang out a little bit, it's hard to let your hair down with the cameras and, you yes. know, you can't enjoy it. Exactly. So now, but th- just think about Miami, though, because as a player, you don't really get there until 3, 30, 4 o'clock on Saturday. So you got a couple hours before you're meeting at 7. You're meeting from 7 to 9. Then you got a couple hours from 9 to 11, and hopefully – You'll make your bed check. Yeah. There's a chance that, <laughs> I mean, you just hope that that's you were real. there. And, yeah. you know, that's now, real. if you're in the West Coast, you may come the day before. That's the Friday. Now, that's uh. where teams get in trouble. If you come on Friday, because usually when you're at home, on Fridays I'm hanging out with my boys. Right. I'm doing different things. So, as a team, now you have a reason to say, well, you know, Coach, we need a little bit later curfew. Man. Because normally on Fridays we always hang out as a team. Yeah. You make up whatever. And who knows what goes on on Friday? Damn. But this yeah. is how. But this is how this thing starts. It starts before the season. You get your schedule. And you say, "Oh, <laughs> that's week, so true." Week eleven. Guess where we're at? Miami. <laughs> so you call up whoever uh, you plan, know. You're planning three months ahead. Of whoever time. you know in Miami. Guess who's and, coming and, and in November? Yeah. So now, now let's say we is we, Miami the circled city in NFL. Yeah, I think there's a couple of them. Miami's one of them, though. I mean, now that you have L.A. Exactly. Yeah. You got L.A. Well, now, so L.A., yeah. Circle City, what about Atlanta. New York? What's like New York? Is New York one of those or no? New York is tough because you're you're so confined, right. and if you I, get stuck, city. Yeah. if you get stuck, you're, it, you're done. What about Arizona? Nah. 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 Okay. Nah. San Francisco? Not so much. So it's L.A. and Miami, really. Well, you know what? I had some fun in Seattle one time because, again, for Hold the East on. Coast teams going to Seattle. What about Atlanta? I said Atlanta. Yeah. You did? I did. Yeah. Atlanta is, is one. Atlanta's of, the city right now. Yeah. 
It's the up and coming city. Man, we're all smiling way too much right now. <laughs> That's what type of fun you want to have. Wait, so I'm you're... smiling because of the show. I'm, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that Wait, delicious you're, meal. And that you're that doing you're a physique competition? I am. I'm, I just started. This is day. What title 16. are you going for? Um, cla- so, what, what classification? Mr. Olympia? Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Like that. That's, that's like <laughs> bodybuilding. So, there's different oh. levels. So, you got physique competition where guys are in board shorts and it's just abs. Look good. Yeah. yeah. How just, many abs do you have right now? Up. Um, you got eight? I think I got six. How many abs? Six. I haven't had seen like my that. abs in my life. <laughs> I don't know, but I got the so for me, I'm going for a classic physique. So it's more bulky, but you got like five poses. Yeah. You're, you got to uh-huh. build your legs up. You got to look good. You, the, you're not in the little thong, yeah. but you're in the little, you're in the little joint, the speedo-ish yeah, small deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's, it's, a, it's a new <laughs> way of training. It's literally what excites me and why I'm so like gun ho about it is because I'm seeing these transformations in my my physique yeah. that I didn't get when I was functionally training the way that I've always training. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's exciting. And, and and my gains have come from, from this, which is why I'm like, where's my food? Where's my mm. because I'm excited because I when I look, I just posted something on Instagram. Okay. And I, I'm not a shirtless guy. I tip, typically always in long sleeve shirts. But um, I posted from day one to day seven, and from day seven to day 14. And your workouts were the same? This this changed the diet? The workouts have changed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more of a hypertrophy workout now, um, and I'm on splits. Uh-huh. But I four days a week, I'm only in there for about an hour. And so I'm looking at that like, well, it's not just the gym. Right. It is I, the nutrition. Yeah, I know. How long have you been doing it? Uh, three going. This is my third week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, in when, when I say I see it, it, it so that's why I'm Listen, excited about the thirty three percent have heard me go on so many different. I had a summer where I went vegan for a month. And you were talking about cut, man. I had a jawline. It was great. What made you right? go back? Well, because Couldn't after a while, it. you okay. This is the, I'll share something. My fiance will kill me. Day twenty two. I got a Popeye's on 23rd Street. Oh, wow. And we, you know, we're eating real vegan. Uh-huh. Like, we're asking, we're asking, sh- we're asking waiters, what did you cook this in? Right. Like, right, right. obnoxious vegan. <laughs> and we walked by a Popeye's, and I've never seen her get more upset in my life. Yeah. She goes, I can't even eat a fucking biscuit. Uh-huh. And I was like, I know. And we like broke <laughs> down, and we're like, nine days left. And when we got done, we had bacon in that first meal, mm. and it was like, ooh. Bacon is a different level of food. I like flavor a lot. See, the problem is if you're doing something that's restricting, restricting, and it's it's not sustainable. It's all psychology. Like, if, and if you're not enjoying it, it's not sustainable. That's in life. Yeah. So I could do that. If I put it, like some barbecue sauce on it. So, yeah. and that's what I tell people. Like, if there's a meal where I'm struggling, I'll have this, but give me a little barbecue sauce. Yeah. Like I'm. Greg I'm going to do that. Eat it, though. Greg He's... Jennings is sharing his food. He just spit on the yeah. mic. So our next <laughs> guest is going to have... There's like a piece of oh, chicken. Is, that, is this chicken? <laughs> I, I literally did. Right, we're we're going to start off with this, though. I want to go right to the cup. Greg, we do Wednesday cup uh, because we only have Westbrook for about 15 more minutes. Uh, he's got to go run the, the world life. and take over. I'm so I'm going to I'm gonna have you is. reach in the cup. All right. All right. But you have to do... Um, What? What voice should he do? I think you should do Aaron Rodgers. Start there. Damn. What? Start Jay Z voice. You have Jay-Z. to. You have to read it as though you're Jay Z. Oh, that's. Ter- I'm. I'm terrible with this. 
You know what? Everybody uh, is, except for Lefko. <laughs> give me, give me, a, give me a starting point. Let me, let me hear the voice. Or, or do a do a West Virginia voice. Um, how much of the legendary Greg Jennings Madden YouTube clip can everybody recite from memory? All right. I don't know if that was more solid. I don't know. What the <laughs> no, that was good. All right. Do you know? I don't think you do. No. I hope you know, Greg, the Madden clip that what? has gone super famous. It's what like an internet. You're, be, you're joking. I am joking. What is that clip like for you? The fact that there's a clip on the internet of you. I'm going to play it for Westbrook. It's been revolutionary. It's changed my life. It's, it's, it. it literally has made me, it turned me into a celebrity overnight. No, it, and, Brian, it, and Brian doesn't even know what you're talking about. No clue what you're talking about. It's actually super, it's super cool. It's a guy's playing Madden and he, he li- there's a glitch in the game and I break my leg. And so he's like, oh, Greg Jennings. He broke his leg. But... Forget that. He's not saying forget that. Uh-huh. I'm going to play it right now. It has 15 million views. <laughs> it's from nine years ago. Mm-hmm. In the game, Greg Jennings breaks his leg and then goes like 80 yards on a broken leg, but Still it's the commentary the that kind of takes it. I say I won the hardest in Madden. Uh, oh. the most best offense in Madden history. Look at this shit. <laughs> Look at that and so he has a broken leg. Greg Jennings caught that shit. And broke his leg. But, though, earlier, though, the n- broke his fucking leg. How is he running with a broken Look leg? Look at him. <laughs> and he's <laughs> holding this shit, though. Dog, he put the team he on his back, though. Dog, let's go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. Let's All right, hon, do you remember this part? Yeah, of course. Go, go what else do you remember? Oh, D- Darren Sharper, one of the hardest hitting safeties in the league. Oh, but it don't matter. I put the team on my back, though. Touchdown, Greg Jenny. <laughs> Dude, it's up there. Like in the internet, there are certain ways. 15 million ways. views. Wow. 15 million wow. views. Wow. Like, like there are different like characters in the internet lore, like Leroy Jenkins. Like that's a video, but Greg Jennings putting the team on his back. Yes, man. So how real. often do people like say that to all you? All the time. Really? All the time. Dude, I typed Greg Jennings into YouTube that's and the first thing I thought was Greg Jennings broken leg. Yep. I literally used to get people and it still happens periodically. People asking me like, remember when you, people who really don't know, uh-huh. oh. remember when you broke your leg right. and you put the team on your back? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, that was cool. Huh? Yeah, yeah, man. I played through anything. I right. played through anything. That's the type of player I am. Yeah. Wow. In a weird way, a Madden clip is going to get morphed into real life for some people. And eventually people will not be able to tell the two apart. And I, it could be in NFL Facts. films. On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, Greg Jennings put the team on his back, though. That was good. I can get better. I, I believe you can. I mean, you just went <laughs> into if I If I smoke a daddy cigar, uh, I turn into Batman. Like, it's really weird. Like, I've hung out with friends. I'd be like, yo, man, what's good, man? And they're like, why did your voice get like that? I'm like, it's bad. That's how it goes. Yeah. As the night goes on. Getting to the cup. Uh, Westbrook, you will do, uh, do you do a good Sylvester Stallone? No. I don't do any of these. No, you do. Uh, I love it. No, you do. No, you Shannon Sharp. Come on, man. Yes. Give me something from Shannon. Let me see. Come on, Skip. 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 Oh, skip. Yeah. Skip. 
Come on, we were in club, Shay Shay. You know, Shay, you know Shay, how we yeah. do it in Shay. That's we got the Hendo. We got the black. We got hey LeBron. Look, 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 LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James. Hey, come on, Skip. Skip. Shannon is so hilarious. He is hilarious. All right now, Skip. Now here it is. Nice. Left Coast going to get married next year, Skip. You understand me now? Listen, what's the best wedding or marriage advice you can offer to him? Yeah, it's good. Hate it. That was good, Shannon. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was good. But. All right, so I'm getting married next year. Yeah. Congrats. What advice do you have? If you had only to give one piece of advice, don't and so it. all the other homies out there that are listening, they're getting married don't too. Do it. Don't Damn, do it. don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Right. Don't be that. I, get, I had that guy at my wedding. At the wedding. No. I'm dead serious. Speak now, right? Hold your peace. Don't do it, yeah. Greg. <laughs> don't do it, man. I'm, so I'm in the back before I come out. Hey, you know you don't have to go through this. If really? You really? If you're really not ready and wow. you. Like, hey, I already spent all this money. We're going through yeah. it. It's happening. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have been at a wedding where I did not think that they were for, made for Ooh. each other. Ooh. I actually one time got disinvited from a wedding because I spoke my truth. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had a roommate. So how long, really quick, how long have you been with your... Uh, two years. Your, two years. Oh, we know. You, you guys live with we each live other? We live together. All that. Yeah. No, we're good. I, I, I would she makes, couple. She, makes, she makes me a better person. The, the advice, man, don't ever try to change her. Mm. Don't ever try to change her. Oh no, I, I've been trying to help her change me. And and, and that's but but what, who you are is yeah. what she's what she's drawn to. Yeah, what she loves. And so I think in marriages we get to the point where we're trying to perfect our mate, mm-hmm. and it's like. I wish you did this. I wish you, because we see others that we, or we have other experiences to be fully transparent where you kind of want, and it's like, no, but something obviously that you do separates you from from other, other, every other guy and something that she does separates her. Don't ever try to change that. That was a good one. All right, Brian, step it up. So be a good big bro. Yeah, I'm going to help you out here. (laughs) This is something that, that, you know, when you're younger, you're with a woman. And she does something wrong. Whatever it is, you're like, man, get out of here. You're on to the next one, right? The key for me was that when you get married, and really even when you get engaged, it's we're arguing, but we're not arguing, so we're breaking up. We're arguing, so we're bettering each other, right? Yes. And so we're, we're not, it, it, and it's a big difference because most of the time when you argue, you just want to win. You want to win but the when argument. When you're married, now you're arguing because now I'm, try, I'm not just trying to get my point across. I'm trying to get you to understand where I'm coming from. Right. But also, I want us to be better at yes. the end. And at the end, we ain't going nowhere. No, no matter no, what no. you say, no matter what I say, we ain't going nowhere. It's so we have to me. argue in that manner. Because if you argue saying some things that oh, shit. go the other way, then that ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You got to well, argue in a reasonable manner. I have always been the guy in relationships that women will get frustrated with because it'll get angry and angry. And then all of a sudden I get really calm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't know why you're talking that loudly and it's like so i'm really good at going oh this is getting dangerous yeah. i'm gonna I'm a pull Step out back. the ripcord yeah. real yeah. quick i don't even argue no i don't argue i ne- true story or fact my i've never i have three other siblings i'm two of four my older sister is 37 my youngest uh sibling my brother is 35 we've never heard our parents raise their voice or argue <sighs> really that was one thing I wanted to take into my marriage. So my kids have never heard That's mommy dope. or daddy raise their voice or argue. When they, when we say, when we're like disagreeing and I'm looking at it like, babe, really? Mm. What are you talking about? They are looking with eyes like uh-huh. deer in headlights. Like, wow. My son's like, he came and checked on me <clears throat> like a couple weeks ago. Daddy, are, are you mad? And I was like, no, man. Did I, did I sound mad? He was like. 
No, and mommy, my, no, mommy argues. <laughs> yeah. Mommy argues. I was she like, did you ask mommy? No. Why did you come ask me, man? I don't know, because you you scared to ask mommy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cause daddy, I don't argue, but it's a strength that I have that yeah. I don't try to get her to not argue, yeah. but I'm not going to I'm not gonna do what I don't do. You know what, what's weird? Because I'm thinking about my wife, and one thing that she does, and I absolutely despise, and I've had to kind of learn to live Be with careful. it, is <laughs> she, when we argue, she knows this already. When we argue, and when it gets to a point, she's like, I'm out. I just, I'm done with the conversation. And I'm like, not, so when yeah, someone goes away, that'll heat finish, you up. Yeah, I gotta finish this thought, and that ain't the way to do. It. She needs time. Yeah, and that time is foreign to me. Yeah, that's but interesting. To her, it's good for her. I'm a, I could take some time. I'll write some stuff down. I need to because my thing is, is like I like to be quick. Yeah, and so the thing I like to win. And so if I see it's going down, I'll be like, oh, or you mean like you mean like two days ago? Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just threw some thought fuel. Oh, yeah, yes. Right. Right. yes. But have you ever been the good friend that's kind of told somebody the truth that no one else has told them? Like I had a roommate that him and his girl would fight every day and they got engaged. And I pulled him aside one time. I said, listen, man, I said, you're about to live a life that you don't want to live. I said, all you do is complain. And then and he and he was like, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And then all of a sudden, like, I moved and I didn't get invited. And uh, they got divorced six months in. And wow. I, you, know, you try I, because I have been the guy that I looked around at my friends and said, why didn't you tell me? Yep. Yep. And I don't want that. Because yep. I had those, I had one of those relationships. You know, in my friendships, I'm always like, man, I, I don't want to tell them exactly that. I, I want to kind of be like, hey, man, you said you want to be happy. You don't seem happy now. Like, I want you to see it for oh, you yourself. Oh, you hint at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, man, you don't no, seem really happy. Ever since she's come around, you are not happy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I prefer your approach, <clears throat> and I typically take your approach. Um, and and I, I love when I hear people that take your approach. Yeah. Because you know without doubt that's an authentic, that's a real yes. person. Yes. I know what I'm going to get. I may not agree with it. I may please, not like please it. Please don't tell her I said that. Exactly. Because then you're going to make it weird. You know what I mean? know that I'm on your team. Exactly. Yes. But I, you, when you get people like that, those yeah. are the realest, because truest people. I'll never forget. I ended one, and then I went to my friends. I was like, yeah, man, it's ended. <laughs> he, I ended. He doesn't go around ending relationships. Ended well, no, no I, no, I ended my own. Oh. And, <laughs> I ended one marriage. Uh, no, 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 no. Next year, I ended, I ended a relationship two. I was in for a long time, and I went to my friends. They're like, oh, thank God. We didn't like her. And I was like, you could have said something. He's right. like, oh, everybody felt that way. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. And after I felt that, I was like, never again. Yeah. I was like, I want to be a good, good friend. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. All right, I'm going to the cup. What voice should I do? Man, uh, I feel like he, he you're, you're pretty talented. Yeah, he, no, he, I'm not. Yeah. He already has an idea. I always end up doing Mike Tyson. No, I just have a list that Ingber sent me. What do you say? One of them is the voice people do when they are talking to a baby. Love it. Which oh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, let's do it. If people talk to my baby in a baby voice. They I'm will. Like, Trust you're, me. You're, you're, it's, it's a, a no-brainer. It's going to happen. I'm the dude that goes and talks to dogs like an adult. Like, I'll be like, what up, dog? And then the owner, I'll be like, I was, I was talking to the dog. I just don't want to baby talk your dog. Make one insanely specific prediction of something that will happen in the playoffs. But if it comes true, you look like a genius. All right, so make a prediction of something that's going to happen in the playoffs, mm -hmm. but it's got to be very specific. Yep. So if it comes true, we will save this clip mm -hmm. and we'll put it on Bleacher Report and be like, wow, Greg Jennings was incredible, or wow, Brian Westbrook is a fortune teller. So, and we and if it doesn't come true, nobody cares. It's the media. Whoo! I'm gonna let one. you go first. Go for it. The Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings will be in the Super Bowl. Wow! They got a good defense. 
<laughs> they can crazy. run the football. Kirk Cousins, for some reason, has learned how to win important football games. They'll be in the Super Bowl. Wow. This year. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go really specific, specific. Yeah. Was that not specific enough? It was pretty yeah. good. I think specific is you being like Stefan Diggs catches the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. I'll try to rewrite the rules. Now. Okay. No, I mean That's what he said. Nah, yeah, nah, thanks, Greg. I, I didn't like those rules. <laughs> I play by my own rule. Yeah, Westbrook's more of a. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a team that I know is gonna be in the playoffs, so this will happen. Um, <clears throat> you know what? I'm gonna go to Lambeau, and I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers will throw for three touchdowns, and in the last drive. He won't win the game for him, but he'll get him in field goal position. I don't care about who is against. And Mason Crosby will miss the field goal. And they'll lose the game. And they'll lose. That's very specific. And everybody in Green Bay is going to hate you now. <laughs> well, it won't, get, it won't get played until <laughs> unless yeah, we're saving well, all your friends in Green Bay. Exactly. Yeah, It'll right. be okay. They already hate me. Burning the journey. The, well, the they don't really journeys. technically hate me. They just don't like that. They don't like the truth. Yeah, they don't want to. You've been talking bad about I'm, the quarterback. We're going to get right? into this. They don't like truth. Don't talk I'm, bad I'm, about I, the quarterback. I, look, I'm, I don't. I praise him. I kind of feel like But I also that. criticize. I'm, Green Bay, I'm not going to lie. Me. When you started that story with Aaron Rodgers, I was like, where are you going to uh, go right <laughs> now? <laughs> right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that the New England Patriots are going to go into Baltimore and they're going to use a trick play in which Mohamed Sanu throws a touchdown to Edelman to knock off Lamar Jackson and advance in the playoffs, which means that the Baltimore Ravens have home field advantage. Exactly. Yes. All right, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. All right, let's do it. Do you need to go right now? Yeah, let me get out of here. All right, do you want to do one more cup? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, one more cup. Uh, do Calais Campbell. What the hell does he sound like? Yeah, sounds like <laughs> he sounds like if the Cookie Monster is a baritone. All right, here we go. Who do you want to play you in sports movie about your life and your career? Tell me right now. Hurry up. <laughs> All right, so if there was a movie made about you, who would you want to play you in a movie? Uh, and if you say Denzel, that's okay. No, I'm going to say Jamie Foxx. Mm. Uber talented, can do any and everything. Uh, I would love to see him play me. It's pretty good. Who did you say? Jamie Foxx. Okay. Who would, you, um, who would the be Rock? the star of Brian Westbrook? <laughs> the Rock. Yeah. Man, you're more like a Kevin Hart. Oh. <laughs> I'm so much taller than Kevin Hart. Like, I'm, I'm literally. Have you stood next to Kevin Hart? Yes. How many inches do you have on Kevin Hart? Probably like six or seven. Anyway, Wait a minute. I easily. thought you I thought you was about to say I'm about a foot tall. Yeah, it, no, it almost six, came out no, of your six mouth. Six or seven. Yeah, I was starting to say So Westbrook told me a few weeks ago he's 5'10-ish. I'm 5'10-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, what the hell is so funny? What's what's funny I'm about that? Laughing. This is true. I'm not laughing. This is true. I'm five hey, tennis. How As tall a, is Kevin Hart? Five two? He's short. He's like five three. Man, that's why I know I'm five tennis. Yeah, but you you said The Rock as though it was serious. <laughs> yeah, I just I just I went through. Well, Coming I this fall, Bri- you asked Rock, me. The Rock is Brian Westbrook. You, you didn't, did not mention anything about uh, it being realistic. I just went to Rock. Oh the my like, god, like it's got to be a little realistic. No, the the Rock isn't realistic. Really? Not for you, bro. <laughs> no, mine is very realistic. Jamie, Jamie, and I are similar in stature, yeah. complexion, yeah. 
I still have hair in the hairline that's uh-huh. up front. But Dude, I mean, Jamie Foxx's hair job is one of the greatest of all time. A, I'm just telling you right trick. now that if you Google Jamie Foxx hairline, there are some photos that I didn't know existed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He went up in a box, and I'll say this. We've reached a point. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I don't really care. But that thing was wild. And I go, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's career could have come to an end if he didn't fix that. Jamie Foxx. Like, look, so we live in a world in which Jay-Z wore a bandana for eight months. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, he's got that Jimmy Butler haircut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron James. It's cl- They talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. I could see like David Schwimmer playing me, the dude from Ross from Friends. Okay, um, that's a good one. But who do I want to play me? Um, you know, I would want someone that's like naturally kind of cool. Um, I don't know. White people all look alike. Bradley so Cooper. That would be a great one. See, that'd be a good one. That's you a good one, man. Um, I don't know. Somebody I mean, naturally you gotta, cool. You that, that's that's, a, you that's how you somebody. feel about yourself. Someone that's naturally cool. I would want to play my own self. Um, oh my God. David, if you think of any good First ones, say into my ever. ear. I, it wasn't good. Yeah, no. it was good. I was more excited that you said The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that was. That I was, was like, I want to hone in on that. The people's champ. You know what I'm saying? It's The Rock, bro. All right. Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' son. I take that as an insult. You've seen him before. I would want Jack Black to play me in a movie. Jack Black would be yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Round. Yeah. yeah. All right. For, more, for cool. Brian Westbrook. The Rocket Man. We'll see you later, pal. All right, brother. All right. I'll hit you up. Maybe we'll do something tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. Good okay, I'll hit you up. Maybe right, we'll do something tomorrow. Yeah, let's do that, man. Are you in hey, town? Uh, no, I'll be gone. Are, okay. you, uh, are you on the show tomorrow? Uh, yes, I'm, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll actually do something tomorrow. Yeah, we will do something. We'll do right. a show. I'll be on First Things First tomorrow with Absolutely. my buddy Nick Wright. Yeah. Tell him I said hi. I will. Yeah, I got to watch basketball with him soon. We're doing that. We're doing Westbrook's exit live. Yeah, Feels I'm good. out of here. See ya, pal. Peace. All right, let's do, let's, let's do one more cup, and then we're going to get into your hate of Aaron Rodgers. And uh, there's no hate. And if you guys back there want to f- change the cameras, should we move Greg over? Yeah, Greg, why don't you come over here? All right, I'm going to come over. We'll do it all live. I'll read it, though. All right. All right, I'm going to do it in Sylvester Stallone voice. Hey, yo, 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 Adrian. Complete this joke. Uh, Greg Jennings, Adam Lefko. That's the worst Sylvester Stallone. Greg Jennings, Adam Lefko, and Brian Westbrook walk into a bar. Damn, I really wanted this with Westbrook. Because we've noticed a trend that whenever uh, Westbrook talks about bars, he's like, am I single? Yeah. Um, are you, were you a partier? No. Ever. You never, did you ever have a stage? You can grab your food if you wanted. Did I, a stage? Uh, like, did Greg Jennings have a partying stage? No. Wow. No. Do you ever, like, do you ever have FOMO or do you ever look back and be like, what, what would happen if I really tore it up during that time in my life? Um, I've, I've had those thoughts before, but it, it was not, it, it just, I was always the, the guy that I needed everything to be in a controlled environment. I can tell. I can tell by the way you dress, the way that you eat. You are a very much like you have a little OCD. A little bit. Do you do like do you I roll call your it, clothes? I call it more of an excellent spirit. I don't roll my clothes okay. because I don't think I get more space that way. Mm. Um, but I lay them flat, so I only fold them once. What is the thing that you do that your wife believes is the most control freakish? <clears throat> Still, I've tried to let it go. I've tried to let a lot of things go. I think. Um, when I'm coming home from either here or LA or any yes. travel yeah, experience, yeah. 
she's concerned about a comment that is going to be made about how the car is presented. Mm. Uh, whether or when be, you're picked up, when I'm picked up, and it, and it's not even so, or the fact that like if she's it's dirty to, on the outside, if it's dirty on the outside, or it just looks a mess on the inside, or if you know that I'm getting in the car and there's a bunch of stuff right in the in the That's passenger seat. It's yeah. like, I mean, babe, you. I'm just looking like everything from like the way you dress to your facial hair. You're well put together, and I'm saying in a way I'm like. I, I roll out of bed sometimes and I go, what day is today? <laughs> like someone said to me today, they're like, you really kind of just, you wake up and you just kind of go. Yeah. I get, I get thanked all the time by uh, the stewardess on planes or you, the maid service. Do you Naomi Campbell and like wipe down the whole seat? Pretty much. Um, but like my towels in the bathroom, like I put them all on top of each other, roll them up, sit them in the tub or in the in the shower so that they don't nobody wants to go in a bathroom and have to pick up your I get it your washcloth but at the same point I've never been in a situation where I can throw things around and then I come back <laughs> and they're fixed and I'm paying for that like I guess we look Very at it different true. ways like I'm kind of like this is the one time where I can leave a washcloth in the shower and a towel on the bed and I don't have to get yelled at for it yeah, and my Damn, I, our oh, brains man. are a little different. You're, you're, you're helping me because I even put that pressure on my wife when we're. In, wow, you're helping me. In what way? Because when Understand we go to it? when we go to the hotel, she's thinking I already have to do this at home. I know this is her time to be free. This is my time to just leave the towel yeah. on the floor, babe. The you don't have to look I, at it. I leave my pants up. on the on the seat, and it's okay, and they don't stack up. Oh. All right, so. You definitely, in your early stages right now and kind of transitioning to the media world, I feel like whether it's because Coward always brings you on to talk about it, mm -hmm. everybody wants to lean into this Rogers thing. Uh, you are in a space right now in which I have said for the longest time that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, I believe that there are... Agreed, he, by the way. He is in the, in the select few people of arms, him... Elway, Mahomes, that there's just people aren't capable of doing what he's capable of doing. So we'll establish that. You agree with that? hundred percent. There is also this interesting thing because you played a little bit with Favre too. Mm -hmm. And I think part of what has defined Aaron is he's not Brett. By the way, Greg just folded up the papers. Oh we my were, goodness. He couldn't even handle it. <laughs> he had to fold that up and organize it. And then he just messed it up. And now he's going to get weirded out that it's messed up. Okay. Just so that you know, but that's interesting because it's good to know that you're like that. You're very P's and Q's organized. I am. Was Aaron like that? Um, and what is it like to be known as the, the Aaron Rodgers hater? Let's start there. Actually, Let's start there. Yeah. What is it like for you? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's disappointing, honestly, because I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater. Okay. I absolutely I absolutely would love nothing more than to be in a private room, just he and I, no camera. I don't need anybody to know. Yeah. And let's talk it out. Bro, like, that was my guy. Like, and so the what kind of triggered all of this is I ended up telling, sharing the story about you know, first game of the season and him telling Carlos Rogers during the timeout, you guys should get him when he's playing with right. the 49ers. 
And that just didn't sit well with me because this was my guy. Now, he's gone on since then after me telling that and says he was joking. I, I'm in a contract year. Like, I don't. You, yeah. I, I didn't take that. That that wasn't a joking matter. Like, yeah. you never said, no, I'm just playing. Like, you never. I don't know. So and it stuck with you. It did. And, and more and more than what I ever imagined that it could and would. Um, because I went through the season. I was injured in and out that year right. so I couldn't really perform and it's like out of all years I'm I'm now being labeled as injured injury prone right, right and right. I'm getting older and I had never been really injured shit turns so quick it turns so quick man. so quick and so all of these feelings and emotions kind of were within and I kind of suppressed them for the entire year I suppressed them let's get through the year let's yeah, absolutely. get this contract I'm, I'm gonna get this contract I wanna be in Green Bay yeah, but I understand the landscape of where we are and the history that has gone before me. History and the writing that has always been on the wall. You get to year seven, and we would love for you to stay, but we're gonna need a discounted rate. But we're gonna need a extreme discounted rate, and we could go and get more value and build those and get assets. Get a rookie contract for the next five. Exactly. Years. Yeah, because we have a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, but getting to like me leaving and talking about leadership skills and all of that, all of what I said, I stand behind, um, because that was my experience and that was so fact. I think my, the reason that it's, it was weird. I feel like I, and with Sims before too, we always kind of felt like we had to defend Aaron Rodgers because we always looked at NFL from a scheme perspective because I believe that coaches have the most impact in this sport compared to any other sport. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why Belichick can take a Matt, a Matt Castle and still do what he can do. And Kyle Shanahan can do it with Matt Schaub in Houston and RG3 in Washington and Cleveland, he did it. And that scheme is really great. But when I, we would look at Aaron, I never thought McCarthy's scheme was good. And I always felt like Aaron had to overcome the scheme. And so a little bit like how when the offensive line isn't protecting well or the, the wide receivers aren't getting separation, you start to anticipate a rush when it's not there. because mm-hmm. you're just, Or the mm-hmm. wide receivers aren't open, so sometimes you look past that first read because it hasn't gotten open. I always felt the need to defend Aaron because all I saw was slant flat. And it was always Aaron being like the plays breaking down. You go that way. I'm going to sling it from my hip 35 yards. But then we're still going to blame Aaron for when people don't get open. So I always felt very defensive of Aaron. And I, I think I heard your story. And from a human element, I went, I can understand. That would fuck me up. Like It would I, be in the back of my head at all times being like, there's truth to all jokes. Mm-hmm. And so you are cool with me leaving. And in this NFL world where careers can be, you're on the top of a mountain to, oh, you're 30 now. Yeah. Listen, we get this guy. I get it. So I've always understood it from your perspective. Um, and I guess I'm sensitive to Aaron's family situation. Um, I, you know, I, I have stuff in my own family where I can kind of go, man, family's tricky. And so it's this notion that I think people kind of go, he doesn't talk to his family, which means he's not a good leader, which means he's a piece of shit. Oh, he's a good quarterback, but he's also, and I, I've always been like, that is not indicative of you as a human. And that's why I always was like, I think I kind of stand for, for Aaron a long time. I, Cause I was like, stop coming after this dude. And so let, let me touch on the family point that you just made. 
out of any and everything I've ever said about Aaron, I've never, never, I've never, never heard you say that ever touched anything outside of the walls and parameters of football. Yeah, yeah, that is a no-fly zone because people go there, and I, I think that's completely out of bounds. Yes, and so I know Aaron personally. He was one of, I don't have a lot of people over to my home. I don't expose my children to a lot of people. Sure. That's never been my thing. Aaron was one of those guys before, before everything. Yeah. And so when all of that transpired or was falling out, it was like, out of all people, like, that's how you really feel? Mm. This, this is me going in my own head. And, and some of it, I may have blown up. More than what I could, should happens. have to myself. And some will say, well, why didn't you talk to Aaron? Well, I, I reached out about when I was leaving or looking at other teams. I remember I literally have like the text messages of when we stopped, when it was like, dude, you can't leave. He's like, dude, you can't leave. I was like, well, I mean, I don't want to leave. And it was kind of something for it me. was kind of like that was the end of everything. Yeah. And I felt like if there was anyone who could have had my back, it was my guy. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like he didn't do that. And I felt like if roles were reversed, I would have had his back. Yeah. Like even if I, I get it, even if we're not the decision makers, but just to know you said something on my behalf, right? That goes that means a lot to me. Yeah. And so my my approach with Aaron was. I'm just going to be real. I'm going to be honest. So one thing I've always said and will continue to say, he's the best He's the best quarterback that I've ever seen throw the ball. He's one of those guys that if I were starting a team, a franchise, I would go Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I said if I, would, if I were playing on that team, I would go Brett because mm. – and here's why. This, yeah. is, this is a testament to his greatness. There are two of the – Top Not, six quarterbacks of all time. But here, listen to the reason why. And people are like, oh, he's only saying Brett because. And I'm like, listen to my why. Because Aaron was so perfect with his ball placement. Right. He eliminated my and others' ability to be special. Mm. Like, Harv would I, lob it up and say, go get yes. it. Yes. And Aaron would hit this like low hummer that would rise. And it's like you didn't have to do anything. I literally remember going from a guy who would attack the ball in the air, go get it, to a guy that just had to just do his job, yeah. get open, get, get separation, and catch the football. And it was like he made it so much easier he took away those wow elements for us to make, and he just did it with his arm. And that's so a, that's a, such a wild concept. You know I what get, I mean? It's kind of like playing with like a really good point guard. You know yeah. what I mean? Where instead of getting iso ball, you're getting a nice dish to the lane, and and it makes it look like anybody can and, do it. And, and exactly, and that's where it's like. And then wait. I would say after you, it did become kind of like a rotational thing, other than Jordy of the other wide receivers that would kind of. And then it went like a Jordy Randall Cobb situation, but. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I never but, thought of it like that. Yeah, so I mean, and and so when I look at the whole Aaron Rodgers, people are like, man, you're always I remember um uh Max Kellerman saying I had an axe to grind. And I just I was like, I literally remember picking up the phone, texting Stephen A, like, hey, I gotta come on the show and defend my defend myself because I wasn't trying to pick on Aaron at all, but I was stating fact in my own truth. But it was coming from a place of bitterness. Mm. Like I'm, I'm mature enough to say that, and I've said this in yeah. years 
past now, but that's where it, and when I had, when I reflect back on it, all of what I said was, was fact and truth. Right. But the way that I said it, Mm. it was not Greg. So how did you process that? Because like uh, me and West have had talks about like his former teammates that clearly still have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. And I've kind of said that the only way that I've ever been able to get over anger is to pray for people. I am not a very religious person, Mm -hmm. but I am somebody that when I find myself getting into a heated argument, if I then try to put myself into their shoes and I try and wish them well, it dissipates for me. How did you, because it looks like you've kind of gotten past it a little bit. I've definitely gotten past it, but one thing I, I feel like I still will always have this part of me is it a what if no it's it's not a what if it's i know what i said and i i know aaron and i I don't even like calling him sensitive anymore we we know what he is but when i when i say and speak of him as being sensitive right now i'm talking about just as humanistic he's 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 just a sensitive guy he's He's mindful of everything and what everybody says. He takes it into count and he will pull it. He has a he has a recall like a a, a bank. Yes, like a, a bank vault. Like I can roll it back. I have met a lot everything. of quarterbacks that are very sensitive. Like and it's it's and, a lot of them. And so for me, like all I want, I, I, I promise you, just want you, that five minutes. I, that's all I want. I, 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 and I don't want it for TV. You don't I don't want, want yes. it for You're those not reasons. Announce it. I don't, I you just, just want, want him to know because I know if I get him in a room, he knows me well enough to yeah. where he's going to say, Greg, why did you, why, why would you? And I would tell him, dude, that hurt. I don't want to, I don't want to tell everybody else. I wanted to tell you, I reached out to you. I came to Green Bay. You didn't even acknowledge me. I told Mike, can I get, have time with Aaron? You didn't acknowledge it. I told Flea, I told the whole training yeah. staff, tell Aaron I want to link up with him. Behind closed doors, never acknowledged it. And it's because you love him. Yes, I do. That's I, the thing. Like, and so, it's not out of hate, it's out so, of love. So check this part out. Yeah. Check this part out. Man, I appreciate this because this is, this is it, feels, it, it feels good cathartic. to, to yeah. share. So, so like, I was in. I, I'm I'm very good friends with the assistant general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. So I go to a game and to Aaron's like part owner now. Exactly. So they make the playoffs last year. We go to support. My pastor and I go to support, and I get there and I'm with the general manager. I'm on the floor where whatever, and I'm meeting all these. I'm, I'm well, guys that I know, whatever, and I'm talking to um, Steve Smith. NBA guy, yes. Michigan guy, and we're, we're talking, Smith. and then one of the reporters from Green Bay or the Milwaukee area yep. comes up and Greg, and I'm like, I was a little, I was a little apprehensive of being there because I didn't know how the reception. Sure. So I was trying to kind of fly under the radar if I could do that, and the reception was warm from fans. Everything like anyone I re, I interacted with was great, and so he said, you know, Aaron's going to be here. Immediately in my head, what what went was not like, oh man, it was like, this is my opportunity. So I was looking for him to get that moment yeah. of where we could kind of sneak up. So national anthem, kid you not, I'm standing in the not the tunnel, but like where the sweets or whatever sure. and the food. I'm standing there, and national anthem was standing, and I look and I'm, there he is. I literally had my pastor next to me. And I said, oh, there he is. 
And now the national anthem is being played, and I can't even focus on national anthem because I don't want my eyes to lose them. Right. And he's at he's at his seat on the floor, literally in the home of the break. I'm gone. Went straight straight to him. I didn't walk on the floor because I didn't want everybody to right. be able to see it. Right. So I went behind the two benches, the two rows that were behind him, reached over, tapped him on the shoulder. He turns around and says, what are you doing here? And I'm, I mean, and, and I get it. Totally. He was in defense mechanism. You tapped him on the and shoulder. I tapped him on the shoulder. He right. sees it's me. There's, there's 30,000 people there. He Naturally. And so yes. I said, the same thing you're doing here. I'm here to watch the game. He's like, you need to stop talking about me. And I'm sharing this. I'm not sharing this to create a of story. Of course not. He's like, you need to stop talking about me. I'm like, dude. I just want to talk. Like, well, let's talk. I tried to call you. I tried to reach out. He says, my number hasn't changed. In my heart, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, my number hasn't changed. I pull out my phone right there, Adam. And I I look at my phone and I say, okay, if your number hasn't changed, I pull his number up. You called it right in front of him? I did not call him because I didn't want to do that. But I said, I just sent you a text. My number hasn't changed. If let's talk, man. I just just you and me. Yeah. And that was it. And I felt I went to that game wanting to enjoy a game. Oh, and you couldn't think about it. And all I could think about was, man, what are you doing here? I just really want it wasn't even that. Yeah. I just really wanted him to be able to. Give me that time so that mask that he had to present himself with was unveiled. It, he could take that off and we can just be real. Because I'm going to be honest. He, I've always been that. Yeah. And, and, and I've, I'm honest now saying, and I've said it in the past, when I did go off on a tangent and say the things that I said. It was it, out of bitterness. It was out of bitterness. I was hurt. Yeah. Like, I was hurt. I wanted to be there. It didn't work out. I felt like you didn't stick up for me. The whole story of what I told happened. All these things. Yes. And it's like, okay, I was wrong. I admittedly said I was wrong. I even told him that the first time I ever played him when I was in the Viking uniform. But it was on the field. It's like, of you, course. you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of disingenuous. Those interactions are like four or five seconds. Exactly. And so it was like, I, but I knew, I knew because of knowing who he is and how he is, I got to get him one-on-one. And I think if I'm going to like psychoanalyze this from the outside, having never even met Aaron and, and I would love to talk to Aaron, I just, I wouldn't even have a real, I would want to not even, the thing about Aaron is I don't want to do it on camera because I feel like he's had to protect himself yep. and that it's so guarded. And I get it because being the quarterback for the, for the Packers is like being the shortstop for the Yankees. It's like being the quarterback for the Cowboys where you are almost the head of state. You, there is an entire state that is obsessed with you. And he followed in the footstep of Favre. Mm-hmm. He was booed on draft day. We see all the quarterbacks he that was were booed, booed on draft day. Our first day of training camp. Yeah, all the time because all he was time. replacing the great Brett Favre. His issues with his own family, I totally understand. And of all the stories where it seems like people always want something from him. And what's interesting is, is unfortunately, I think you're just going to have to fucking wait. Because I don't think Aaron's going to let people in until he's been retired for a few years. Mm-hmm. Because I think he's one of those guys I look at, like the Popoviches and the Duncans, that like the Morgan Freemans. He's probably going to go to Wyoming. 
we're not going to hear from him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's, he seems like somebody that wants space and he wants solitude and he wants, you know what he wants? He wants nothing. Exactly. I just want to be able to kick my heels up and just let go. And, and I think with Aaron, it's, it's, I wouldn't be surprised. This would be my wildly specific prediction that four or five years after he's retired, you might get a random ass text and it might be like, want to hang out? Like that's because I think right now, I think it's going to be a lot better with, with this season and the joy that's going to come with this season and how he finally has some support with the defense. And he's got a young coach that goes, what do you want to do? And a defense that's sort of like, we got your back. And I think for the long time, I think Aaron kind of felt isolated. Like that's just me reading from the outside. And it is tough because you're also in a position where you're starting a career. Mm-hmm. And a broadcasting career, they want you to be honest. And also, I know how this works. You say a little bit of thing about Aaron, oh. and then every place goes, hey, let's book Greg Jennings because he's apparently going to say these things about Aaron Rodgers, and the clicks right now are wild, and our ratings are going exactly. up. And then there's probably a little bit of you that's like, I need to show that I can be, because everybody's trying to be the next Strahan. Everybody, but and and so we go. Oh, people want to have me on, and we feed into that a little bit. And I'm and sure so, you did a little and, bit too. Yeah, to a degree, but I'm not. No, like I'm. I'm not that guy. I'm just gonna be. I'm. I'm not that guy. No. And so when I like, I even looked on uh, social today and saw all the clickbait about me saying that the nobody's afraid to play the Patriots, and I'm thinking, what? Yeah. Like, are you kidding? I'm just stating what's true. Like you. Teams are no longer like fearful of the New England Patriots. Yeah. It's just like, look, no, we got them. Teams have a psychology of, dude, I'm better. You're not the first. At the Super Bowl, when they lost to the Eagles, I'm talking to, I talked to like five different guys, including Melvin Ingram, all these really great players. And they said, the, we are better than the Patriots. They just have better coaches and are more prepared. The Patriots have been less athletic than their opponents all the time, but that's why they're great mm-hmm. because it doesn't come down to that. Exactly. It's not about who pushes harder and who can throw the ball. We're a better team exactly. than you. Exactly. So that's not new, but look, I, the internet sucks a lot. <laughs> I, I came out and said, I think Dak is the sixth best quarterback in the NFL, which means I have Brady and Breeze below him. And it's as if I'm saying that he's a better career and he's not a Hall of Famer. And the true thing is, is just realize that other people are really fucking dumb. And <laughs> like we're talking about right now, yes. where they are, yes. what present day presents to all of us. Dak is, he is, he's let's just be honest. He is. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. And so, you know, it's the old Jay-Z line and it's the Drake line. It's the stuff like... You don't argue with fools because from afar you'd look the same. Yep. That's definitely not the quote, but that's the internet. But the thing is, it's tough. It's like, will that get back to a Patriots player and they're only going to see the headline and they go, oh, Greg Jennings is just a hater. That's the annoying part about this industry. Exactly. And so I was I was saying this to uh, someone today. I think it was Brandon Flowers today, actually, who wants to go down this road of yeah. broadcasting and he, he speaks very well on camera. Sure. And I'm, I'm telling them, like, the hard part is when you're up there with another player, when you're on set with another player, you can just – the relatability is just different. And so you can talk different. Yes. But when you're, when you're there with someone who didn't play and they're more of an analyst and statistically driven individual and everything is, like, from a, a 
analytics perspective, the conversation is a little different. And so your delivery is going to be a little different. And so everything that you say now is like, oh, man, you hate. But it's but, transactional. But, but but the viewers, they want you to tell like producers and everything. They want you to tell stories about when you played and all that and bring yeah. it into bring it all together. In your mind, you've been in a locker room and you've looked up at the TV and you hear the guy saying when I played and then you the first thing. Dude, you're not playing anymore. Get over it. Mm. Like that's the kind of the mentality in the locker room. But then when you don't go to that point, then you're trying to be the statistical X's and O's guy. Yes. That's and it's like, dude, it's it's a hard, it's a slope that you, you, you're gonna slip off one way or the other. And it, I just try to be me. I just try to tell truth and give information. I'm not trying to. I don't. I, I have a really good relationship with Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a Julian Edelman relationship with Tom Brady. But if Tom and I saw each other, we would speak and greet each other and it'd be like, oh, Tom was – I'm not saying Tom is washed up. I'm not trying to say New England Patriots of culture. Course. No, I'm not – Aaron Rodgers the same way. I'm just speaking truth. I For the same things that you said about yes. him as far as his excellence, I We're not agree. questioning that at all. None, not 100 not at all. None. But the moment I then say Aaron Rodgers is great, then it's because I said the negative things after I've always said he's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's oh now he's now he wants to kiss his butt. No, it's not that. It's just I'm I've always been real. That relationship me. of two people on camera when it's a host like myself, traditional host, non-football player, and football player, it gets very transactional because every time the guy is asking you a question, he's thinking in his head. Give me a sound bite that's going to break the internet today. Mm. And it's constant setups. It's constant kind of being like, you know, if you if you had to kill one of your teammates, and he's sitting there <laughs> being like, he would kill a guy I like. Kill a guy. Oh, oh yeah, hey, yeah, look yeah. what I got him to say. And it, it is weird. I would say my advice to people, especially athletes trying to get into the business, is don't just answer the question right away. Like, there's something about TV of using silence. And it's weird coming from someone that talks all the time. But anytime I've seen someone, they kind of go in there and they go, well, and like that fucking pause, like this is your eight minutes to go on television. Don't fucking go through and make the producer's job easy. Don't go through and and have the host go, hey man, that was really good, all that. Fucking take over the segment. Mm -hmm. You have limited time. Fuck everybody. Like, it's not worth it. Like, you have, it's like a tryout for a team. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you can go up with that one with two hands, but shit, if you come down with one hand in that tryout, they may be like, yo, did you see that fucking catch by Greg Jennings? <laughs> so, like, like, there are certain guys that can kind of go on there and take over a studio. And we're all capable of that. You just need to go in there with that fucking mindset. Because I think a lot of people go on TV and they want to go, that was clean. I didn't fuck up. I got those three facts in. Nobody cares about your facts. Yep. Nobody cares if you know what DVOA is. So If true. you're an athlete, fucking shake their brain. Walk in there and be like, you know what's a funny story? And then go, and they're going to be like, wow, like that's interesting television. Mm-hmm. I just, you... There's a lot of producers, and I love my producers, and, and Ingber's amazing, but a lot of traditional television producers that are like, get in, get out, and we move on. And they're not thinking about you. They're just not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's your, your truth has been used against you in a few ways. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm, I'm coming to grips with that, but I'm also knowing how to counter it. 
Um, and what I mean by that is I'm not trying to backpedal, but I want to, I always have to say, I want to be clear about this. Yes. Like, that's a good line. I want to be clear about this. Yeah. I am not I saying. Not have, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think about. I need yeah. to be clear about this. Absolutely. I'm going to look right into that camera. I'm going to look right into that camera. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's kind of my line of, okay, I'm about to say something, but. That could be taken out of context and very well will be taken out of context, but that's not why I'm saying it. Yes. I'm about, um, let me, so let me be clear and then I'll preface something and then say what I want to say. To talk about Aaron really quick, as you're watching this Packers team and you're watching his mannerisms and the way he's reacting, does it look at all different to you this season compared to years past? Uh, And what looks different to you? So it does. And I was I was talking to one of my my buddies. Just when you talk to your buddies, you tell them everything. Of course. And so I was telling him, I'm like, dude, it's scary because the one thing that everyone thought would derail this or blow up this entire deal, including myself, was Aaron Rodgers and his ability to just embrace the new coach. Right. He's done it. I know. He's done everything that. We put in the media was saying if he does it or if he doesn't, it would send the Packers sailing, right? Or they would sink. That was the offseason storyline. Will he listen to a coach around his age and, that does not have a lot of success in this league and give up calling plays the line of scrimmage, running a two minute drill? And we've seen it. And I think what's beautiful about it is he's not had to give up what we all thought he would have to give up. Like, he's not going to be able to call. He's still controlling and calling plays. Making a transformer. But Run he's the script in the beginning. Let him do the end of games and halves. But yes. he's calling the plays that he enjoys, he likes. So it's – and everything is like he, – he understands, like, the camera's going to always be on me. So anything that I do, anything that I say, it's going to be taken out of context. Yeah. So if I look at – if I look upset, which I am, I'm playing football, everything yes. isn't going to be great. Yes. It's like, yeah, I see the way he looked. Or if he does anything and he's excited, it's like, oh, he's smiling now. Look, he's always smiled. He's always gotten upset. Yes. Like, it's just it's just taken. We're, we're, we isolated in this fine glass for this moment and say, oh, man. That's look. what I hate when we talk about Odell. We see Odell on the sideline and he looks angry and it's like, Odell is clearly frustrated. And it's one, he should be, he's losing. Don't you want your athletes to be frustrated? I was an Eagles fan. They would get upset at Donovan for smiling during losses. We love to do that with our athletes. Uh, You can't win. No. The only way you can win is if you win. Yep. Because if you win, it doesn't matter. It don't matter when what you win. You, do. you can be gronk and you can do whatever and you can get in trouble and it's fine because mm-hmm. you're winning and you're gronk. But if you lose, it's all your fault. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you think them, Saints, Niners, Seahawks, maybe Cowboys, feels like the four teams in the NFC? How good of a chance do you think they have? I don't have the Vikings in there. The Packers, I, I just don't. I, I'm I with you. With I, I like the Vikings. I think yeah. I they think, look like a really good team to lose in the divisional round. Yeah. I, I, the Packers, to me, are the scariest of all the teams. Okay. And the reason why I say that is we know what Aaron is. Right. And if the defense plays anywhere close to what we've seen them play on a good day. Right. 
They're it, not they're not gonna lose. You're right, because the Seahawks defense, we've actually seen Russell have to put on the cape almost every game this year. The Niners, I've been very impressed at their ability to continue winning without Kittle and those guys, but we see the limitations of the quarterback position in crunch time. Exactly. The Saints, if they're not in the dome in January, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Breeze isn't doing it. It's all Michael Thomas. It's all Alvin Kamara. Now, again, if it's in the dome, you might as well just go home. They're a completely different team. But Aaron, we haven't seen him have to go crazy, Aaron, too no, many times. It's literally been— It's like he's saving it. It's literally—so the Eagles game was probably the only game he that went off. he went crazy. And it was like, man, this is vintage Aaron. Well, he has—that's what makes them so scary. Yes. He can do that, yeah. but he hasn't had the need to yeah. because everybody—like, them— and having Aaron like Aaron Jones in the year that he is having, catching the ball out of the backfield yeah. and running between the tackles, yeah. and his ability to break the big play and long run, it has changed the landscape and the dynamic of that offense. And it's so funny too, because like, look, I'm sure McCarthy's a great guy, but he, I have to be wondering that all last year, really the last two years, everyone has said, why don't you throw to your running backs? Why don't you throw to Aaron Jones? And it was always like, oh, we try. And now we see how prolific they are when they do it. I just wonder, like, I I wonder if he's self-aware at all and goes, man, I really blew that shit because that guy was unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, again. And I don't want to pour A lot of that was just the the relationship between him and It was, frustra- it was frayed. So you got, you, I mean, you got a guy who, again, and I go back to Aaron and the things, again, one of the things that he's doing that is like, man, he's doing that. It's over. He's actually not trying to play hero ball. Yeah. So he is. One of the knocks on Aaron Rodgers, how great he is, or any quarterback that has a superb arm, yes. uh, including a, like a guy like Patrick Mahomes, they want yes. to they, – they just can't help – like, nobody has an arm like them. No. Nobody can fit it in windows like them. And they can like change them. the game in one throw. In one throw. And so when you have that, you want to show it off. It's like a new machine gun. It's like yes. a new toy. And so Aaron Rodgers had always, like, literally leaned on that. And now this year, it's like, you know. Uh, the power no, of the check gonna, down. I'm just going to take what I got. I will say, though, the, the reason that I do always argue for Aaron as maybe the top quarterback of all time is – we know that he goes for the home runs, but his touchdown interception ratio is, is 355 to 82, and no one's even close. So he's a gunslinger that also protects the ball. And you've been with Brett. Brett, like, I look at Phillip Rivers right now and how he, he throws it up, and they intercept it, and he goes, yeah. it's fine, it's like a punt. Yeah, but did you he, he was, he was, like, nobody, he was like, it's okay. It's nobody okay. was, was even talking, it's, it's a punt. No, man, it's the interception, yes. man. And, and you will never see Aaron do that. No, yeah. like, what? I, I truly, and I've said this, I've been on record saying this forever. If there was a, a quarterback that could go through the season and not throw an interception, if they really wanted to, yeah, Aaron, He's 17 touchdowns, two interceptions right now. That's just who he is. And it's it's not like you, we see Russell Wilson doing it. Yes. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And and we see other guys doing it. It's like, oh, my. This has been Aaron his entire career. Last year, he was 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. The year before, 16 and six, he was hurt for nine games. The year before that, 40 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I, it's, it, it's just every year. Give me, give me, I, give I, I hope have this. We do have year. to wrap because I know you're very busy. You have a lot of yeah. stuff to do, and we have to end this like three minutes. Okay, bye. 
I hope that you get your time. It was good to meet you in person and to see where it really stems from. I can't imagine what it's like to spend years with somebody going to war with somebody and then do via miscommunication and you trying to start your second life. It can get frayed. That's got to be painful. I wish relief to you on that. I appreciate that. I also wish relief to Aaron. hundred percent. And I hope Aaron can find a spot where he is truly happy. I hope that, and it's, it's never by accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You're never going to achieve one thing that gives you peace of mind. There's a lot of stuff going on, but I hope you guys have that time. A hundred percent. I really just, do. I just want to be able to have that moment and then say, be able to still do what I do. Talk negatively, if you will. Sure. Be critical. That's the hardest part about or, this job. Yeah, but he know. Send him an edible arrangement. That'll fix it. <laughs> Just some strawberries. But I just want to be able to know. No, Aaron knows how I feel. Yeah, he just, does. I just, I just want him you to know, what? know nothing. He also has the right to make you wait. No, and, and that's the weirdest shit. And I, I get yeah. it. It's like it, it's a relationship. It is. It is. I want what I want when I want it. I know. But it's like I told you, I can't change. I know. You can't, I can't change. change my wife. You have you have control over everything in your world, yep. except other people. Exactly, Greg. It's been good it, fucking talking to you, man. Likewise, man. Uh, enjoy. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a meal plan: chicken breast and broccoli, maybe a little brown rice. No, no don't say it. And then I'm just gonna have to compete against you now. In the <laughs> you cut sound like everybody in my time. Sure. Oh, they do that too. <laughs> uh, do you have a catchphrase? It's for Greg Jennings. Uh, I'm just be great. Be great. Yeah, be great. On the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. And we will holla holla at you later. What's your social? I mean, uh, your socials. Not your so Your handles? At the official GJ on Instagram and okay. at Greg Jennings. Twitter. Follow this, man. Holla at your homies. Boom, boom. See you with Warren Sharp later this week. Peace. <laughs>